Бабушка, 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 Hello everyone. My name is Alia and I'm so glad that you're here. I can't help mentioning that you are incredibly lucky as it is right now that we're going to dive into Russian culture. However, I've decided not to do that point blank. All the dates and names can be easily googled, we're tech savvy enough to do that. Feelings and emotions, on the other hand, are not something you can google. That's why I set a goal to share them with you via this podcast. How, one would ask. Well, I'm a real gossiper. If someone loves finding out new things about people, that is me. And there is more to it. I'm also very interested in history. And you know what I did? I've decided to combine these two passions of my life and here we are. Now I'm reading diaries and personal letters of the Russian historical figures. In my opinion, this is the best way someone can feel the spirit of an era. Personal correspondence is something that can help us travel back to those distant years and immerse ourselves in the routine and reality of the Russian past. And answer a crucial question as well. What is the difference between us and them, the people of that time? Let me explain what I mean by quoting a piece from the notes of the Russian Empress Catherine II. Freedom, the soul of everything. Without you, the world is dead. I want people to obey the laws, but I do not want them to be my slaves. I wish that it was for common happiness and not for willfulness, whim and tyranny, which are incompatible with it. Power without the trust of people means nothing. For those who wish to be loved and glorified, this is easy to achieve. Choose your actions and make your decisions for the sake of the people and for justice inseparable from them. You don't have and shouldn't have any other interests. If your soul is noble, this is its purpose. That was what the Empress wrote in the very beginning of her governance when she hadn't yet seized Poland, Great Lithuania, before the Pugachev uprising and the strengthening of the serfdom of the peasants. When Catherine was just becoming an empress, she wrote to Voltaire. In those letters, as well as in the one we have just read, she reflected on the themes, freedom and legality stating that peasants should be free. Reading these words makes us feel like the freedom of peasants was a matter of time. In fact, Catherine II did exactly the opposite. She continued to enslave them and kept on restricting their rights for movement. As a rule, when you're reading 100-year-old letters, you often come to the realization that the people who wrote them are not so different from us after all. Just like we are now, they were concerned with freedom, love, justice, betrayal and many other timeless things. A special treasure in terms of exploration and analysis is presented by women's diaries from the 19th century. A largely patriarchal structure which dominated the society for hundreds of years made it almost impossible to access the thoughts and ideas of great women from Russian history since there was basically no documentation preserved. However, by the 19th century, there have been some changes contributing to the improvement of the woman's status in the society. Therefore, we can go into deeper detail when discussing the lives of women from the 19th century, because that's when it becomes possible for us to hear their voices through written correspondence and personal diaries. Listen what Maria Bashkirtseva, the forgotten artist of the 19th century, wrote in a diary of hers. Friday. I am always in a good mood. Why torture yourself with regrets? Life is too short and one should laugh as much as they can. You can't avoid tears. 
They come and go. There are sorrows that cannot be diverted. They are death and separation. Although even the latter is not devoid of joy, as long as there is hope for reuniting again. But we should never ruin our lives by dwelling on minute trivial things. Never. I don't pay any attention to trivia, and by treating tiny, mundane inconveniences with disgust, I get over them with a smile on my face. Diaries do not only help us to find our way into the hidden areas of history, but also to get a fuller picture of some historical events, construct an image of the era for us, and look at it differently. For example, Ivan the Terrible had a friend. His name was Andrei Kurpsky. And once he had a fight with Ivan the Terrible, and things got so ugly that he fled to a neighboring country. And then they went on this truly amazing letter exchange that lasted several years and is now considered a notable historical artifact. Here's what Kurpsky wrote to Ivan the Terrible. Oh, the sorts of vices and persecutions have I endured from you. And the sorts of troubles and misfortunes have you brought down on me. And the sorts of sins and betrayals have you accused me of. And I cannot even begin to count all the various woes you have caused me. But... What I have to say about all of this is that I have deprived of everything and I was exiled from the land of God by you and all of it for nothing, as I am innocent. And this is what Ivan the Terrible had to say in return. Scary, terrifying even, but innovative in its own devilish way. You're saying that you're so righteous and pious. Then why were you afraid to perish as an innocent man? For this is not death, but a blessing. After all, you will die anyway. If you were afraid of death sentence for libel, falling for the villainous lies of your friends, the servants of Satan, then this is your blatant treasonous intent as it was in the past, so it is now. What an extraordinary takeout! Catherine II or Maria Kashkirtseva, whose letters were so close to us, lived more than 250 years ago, and there was a 200 years gap between them and Ivan the Terrible. Think of it! As for me, it seems fascinating. Something definitely happened in these 250 years, and it changed everything. There's so many things we can find out just by reading letters. A number of fascinating and breathtaking secrets can be revealed. These newfound facts can broaden our horizons or even change the perception of reality, making us question the history of our country as we know it. Letters help us look at Russia from a different perspective, one without stereotypes and conventions. In this section, we will try to delve into lives of particular people in order to find out more about the fears and traumas, the dreams and pleasures of remarkable personalities. Of personalities who left us letters which act as accurate depiction or reflection of the era they were written in. These people can add a great deal to our knowledge of Russia by sharing something that has never been revealed before. I would like to express gratitude to the editor and translator of our podcast, Catherine. She does an amazing job translating all of the materials and the letters, making sure our podcast is high quality and that it suits not only Russian-speaking listeners, but also people all around the globe and native English speakers. So thank you so much for all you do and we're happy to have you in our team. 
But our team is a lot bigger than that and I would like to shout out to all the people working on this project. First of all, Altanai, our operator manager and our producer, she makes sure that everything fits and everything is right on time and we're all coordinated. Veronica, our culturologist, she makes sure that all the facts are right and that there are no historical mistakes in our podcast. Paulina, sound editor, she makes sure that our podcast is always filled with atmosphere and all these amazing sounds that you can hear are made by her. Our scriptwriter Vlad, who finds the perfect way to present all this fascinating information to you, our listeners. Daria, our editor, and the speaker of this podcast, me, Alia. Thank you so much for being with us at this journey to the Russia of the past. We are so happy to have you and we hope that you will come back to listen to us again. So, this was the Babushka Podcast. I'm Alia Grishel and thank you so much for being with us.